timeout when there's gaps in coverage every team needs a player they can count on to help aflac supplemental insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't when you're sick or injured bills can rack up fast aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like rent or groceries get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover visit aflac.com to learn more infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GainBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GainBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at GainBridge.io. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Not customary. It is a Tuesday. Back and ready to roll live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us, Jason and I, part of your day. J-Mac, I had, that's the longest break I've had in a long time, i got to tell you. Energized. A few walks on the beach. A lot in my head right now. Hope you had a good vacation. You had a little minor uh, minor surgery. surgery. Yeah. Rebounded nicely, it I'm sounds back. like. I'm back. Well-earned vacation from you. But by the way, we want the smoke in the flag football game from these no, guys. No, we don't. We do. You Come can on. guard Irvin. <laughs> they got to guard us. They got to guard Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Come on, buddy. All right. We start with this. So I like college football, watching it like many of you for a long time. I saw something this weekend and over the last two weekends that was literally jaw-dropping. That blew me away. For years and years, we've had these coaching clinics, seven-on-seven summer camps. Oh, man, it is a gold rush. The quality of quarterback play in college that I have seen in two weekends is unbelievable. The Pac-12's quarterbacks, just that conference, have completed 73% of their throws for uh, 43 touchdowns and five picks. Bo Nix, first-rounder. Caleb Williams, number-one pick. Uh, I had no idea Deion Sanders, uh, Shadur Sanders was that good. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. of Washington, all four first-round picks. That's just the Pac-12. I'm not sure if Deion's son will leave. He may want to stay with Dad and Travis Hunter. I get that. The quality is insane. Caleb Williams, we all know, is great. He didn't have the best weekend in his conference. There are so many, I can't name them. Deion Sanders' son, Shadur Sanders, I had seen him on YouTube at Jackson State. I didn't know how good he was. I text two general managers in the NFL during the game against TCU. 
I said, I'm absolutely blown away. Am I nuts? They're like, no, he's a first-round first round quarterback. The kid last night for Duke, Riley Leonard. That's a first-round quarterback. 6'4", mobile, 360 dunks. The kids, These kids are incredible. I've never seen any. Jordan Travis at Florida State. If I left your quarterback out, it's because there's too many to name. It's a gold rush. All these years of seven-on-seven camps and personal coaching, it's I, I, Notre Dame has a guy, Hartman. People like him, and I'm like, yeah, I do too. He, he, in many years, you could talk yourself into a first-round pick for him. He's playing a second or a third because there's so many. We may have seven, eight, nine first-round quarterback picks, and what does it mean? I'll tell you what it means. Your NFL team and your NFL executive, they watched the same thing I did. They watched the same thing you did. You noticed it. Don't tell me you watched college football the last two weeks and didn't think, damn, those guys are good. Like way better. College football in the 70s and 80s teams literally were running like wishbone stuff in the 70s. I can remember watching Nebraska during their national championship year. Tommy Frazier was a runner, not really a thrower. These guys are four wide, five wide. They can run, they can jump, they can pass. It's deep, it's underneath. And what does it mean? It means your NFL executives are going to be very impatient with their quarterbacks. Jordan Love, bruh, win now. Green Bay's drafting a quarterback if that kid doesn't look good by Thanksgiving. Justin Fields, I think it's going to work. If it doesn't, we're moving on. There's too much talent out there. Kirk Cousins is 35. You know what? He's kind of expensive. Brock Purdy, maybe it was a fluke. What if he sputters? They're not going to give it to Sam Darnold. They're drafting another one. Geno Smith, can you do it again? Seattle's roster is built. Built. Because it's so young for another young quarterback and then start spending money on free agency. Uh, Desmond Ritter. Everybody in Atlanta is like, ooh, I like Desmond Ritter. You better. If he's not good in the first six to eight weeks, don't kid yourself. They're looking at tape. Dak Prescott's gotten really, really expensive. Uh, C.J. Stroud, do you give him a second year? These guys I'm watching are more athletic than C.J. Stroud. That's what I saw from Riley Leonard last night. Deion Sanders' son's insane. What a talent that kid is. (laughs) I I YouTubed months ago just to see, you know, can he play it all? And it's like jaw-dropping. So uh, Jared Goff, if the Lions, all this hype, disappoint, You don't think they're going to draft a quarterback next year? So I I am sitting there and I'm watching it, and it was astounding how much talent there was. Absolutely astounding. Um, You know, I'm a dummy. Of course, Deion Sanders' son's a great player. (laughs) He's one of the greatest athletes in the history of the NFL. But all this talk about Caleb Williams and Drake May, and I'm sitting there thinking, just don't forget about Shadur Sanders and the kid at Duke. Jordan Travis, I, I haven't mentioned six or seven other ones. It was phenomenal display put on this weekend. Look at this kid for Duke, Riley Leonard. He's 6'4". He's out running corners. Good hell. Bo Nix. It was a video game. Throws it deep, throws it short, throws it on the run. All-time stuff. And it makes the sport, for the record, so much more enjoyable. Yeah, I should mention Drake May because many believe he's number two and he's classic. Another big kid. Move, run, throw. Jaw-dropping. Just absolutely jaw-dropping talent and it's all now come together. All the clinics, all the seven-on-seven, all the summer stuff. Keep your eye on the lefty from Washington, Michael Penix. He throws as pretty a ball 
as any quarterback in college football. It you now he's got great receivers, but it's gorgeous. Okay. So one of the things the media does, and we've seen over the last 20 years, you, the public, trust the media less and less. We all make mistakes. That's not it. But it's this vulture mentality, this over-dramatizing normal events. Um, I read this headline today. This is the worst headline ever. Niners coach Kyle Shanahan finally admits drafting Trey Lance was a mistake. Well, what the hell do you want? You want him to admit it when Trey was there? That'd be like announcing you're divorcing your wife before you told her. Finally admit it was a process. They rolled the dice. It's what successful, aggressive people do. They gave it time and they moved on. One, two, three. All within reasonable frames. A year ago, in fact, it may have been a year and a half ago, I said on this show, I have been told they're deeply concerned with his inconsistency throwing the ball. I got major pushback. They had major concerns about him throwing the ball a year and a half ago. They called two quarterback coaches I know. Look at tape. What do you see? We're concerned. They're not going to announce it then. The media is always seeking an apology or to admit you were wrong. Do you realize that the top venture capitalists in America, VCs, the top angel of investors in America, the smartest people who do this for a living, they, they, they buy young companies. They seed young companies. Do you know the percentage they hit? And this is the billionaire club with inside information Tons of experience, access to the best information. Do you know the percentage of hits they get? Eight percent. But at least they take the big swings, headline writers. They take the big cuts. It's what a successful, aggressive people do. They're not paralyzed by being wrong or paralyzed by missing on an investment. The Niners are smart. Go look at their team. How many lower round draft picks have succeeded? George Kittle's an all-time tight end. They got him in the fifth round. Brock Purdy, last pick in the draft. Yes, they took a big swing on Trey Lance. Took a big swing, tried to make it work, eventually moved off. Do you realize the Miami Dolphins, since Dan Marino left, have had 25 quarterbacks? Start a game. 25. You know how many GMs they've run through? It's hard. Sports is hard. Winning's hard. Drafting's hard. If it was easy, everybody'd make seven or eight figures. It's hard. The Broncos, since Elway left, have had 23 quarterbacks start. 48 total. Dolphins, Broncos. Finally, Denver just said, hell with it. Let's go buy Peyton Manning end of his career so yes on a station in san francisco the niners kyle shanahan finally admits they made a mistake when you move up and it doesn't work out definitely that's a mistake yeah um but we did like our decisions on when we looked into the veterans the two veterans that were available and we didn't get that and we knew what way we were going to have to go two years from then we knew we needed to go up and get a quarterback at that time I went this morning and looked at Mel Kuyper's draft prospectus on Trey Lance. 
He said, quote, it's the definition of a boomer bust prospect. It busted. Kind of. I think he'll find his space in Dallas. But people say playing quarterback is the hardest thing in sports. No, it's not. No, it's not. Drafting a quarterback is the hardest thing in sports. It's really hard. What the Packers did, Favre to Rodgers, almost doesn't make sense. Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, that is just, that's just like a rare meteor flying through the sky. The media too often acts like vultures waiting for you to admit your mistake. Successful, aggressive people take big cuts. It's okay. I like them. They're fun to hang out with. They're fun to watch. But you're not going to get there being timid. San Francisco could have gone Mac Jones. But ask New England Patriot fans. They're all out on Mac Jones. I like Mac Jones more than Patriot fans like him. Mac Jones had a ceiling. Mac Jones can't ad lib. Trey Lance's tape was really interesting. I thought he would work. You know why I thought he would work? I didn't know much about him. I thought he'd work because Kyle Shanahan. Everybody works with Kyle Shanahan. But Kyle made a mistake. So just to make sure we're all, we're all okay now. Finally admitting it. As if he should have done it when Trey was there. All right, J-Mac. All sorts. Well. Of th- you know, I got to say this. Having been off for 11 days, I pretty much shut it down. Mm. You know, didn't, didn't, didn't watch. You know, I watched a lot of college football, but shut it down. A lot of lobster and beers on the East Coast. Didn't do much. Yeah. Didn't, didn't check out too much. But uh, I will say there is um, a reality check on your Jets. Oh, okay. I saw something said in the last 48 hours, and I didn't see a lot, but got to bring it down a little bit, the hype bubble a little bit. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I thought you were talking about Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall splitting carries in week one. (laughs) That's how granular I am for the Jets. Hey, by the way, on the Niners real quick, you see no Bosa yet, and uh, Kittle's banged up, may not be a go this weekend in Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. We told the audience, what, three months ago about the Pittsburgh Steelers no, you, in week you, one? you told the audience that was your bet in the NFL, and you are getting some breaks. Some of the uh, sharp books in Vegas have it down to two. And if Kittle definitely doesn't play, we don't know. He's TBD. He's sort of big deal. We're going to see a pick him. Because Bosa, I don't know what's going on. Bosa, Chris Jones, the NFL's getting a little crazy here leading into week one. By the way, no Chris Jones with that Detroit Lions <laughs> offensive line. Points, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. My takeaway is everybody says Detroit's not going to be ready for the moment. That Lions O-line is a top three O-line, and the Chiefs don't have their only only consistent pass rusher from the interior. By the way, are Chiefs starting two new tackles against uh, Aiden Hutchison? It's it's crazy. I don't know what Detroit's going to be. I don't. I I haven't picked to win the division. I think they're more of a 9-10 than a 12-13. But the idea that I would give him almost a touchdown with that O-line, that rookie running back who's got nothing but energy, and the Chiefs do not have their only dominating defensive presence on their front. That could be a ball-control Lions game. Remember when they played that great O-line for the Browns in the playoffs years ago with Baker? And basically Mahomes sat and watched the first half. Remember that? And it's like, now they came back to win that game. The way to beat Mahomes is not pressuring because it's hard to get. It's having him watch the game with long, sustained drive. Detroit can do that. By the way, uh, who's wide receiver one for the Chiefs going into week one? Is it Sky Moore or MVS? Listen, I I know the Chiefs are going to be good. I'm taking the points. I just, 
I, I don't. There, there's some some concern for the Chiefs, unless we've been just been digging into this for too long. But if long. you're telling me six and a half, I'm taking the I'm taking the points. I, I think you have to. Right. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. All right, great to have you back. So as I was uh, pretty much off all the devices, I did watch TCU Colorado, and I had about as much fun as you can have watching a college football game. Props to the Fox people. Great, great watch. Fascinating TV, the pregame shows, postgame shows. But there was this sort of narrative over the course uh, of the game and after the game that nobody, nobody thought Colorado was going to work. Can we stop with that? I've been at this company for seven years. We've never promoted a season-opening football game more than Colorado and TCU. We weren't there for TCU. We were there for Colorado and Deion Sanders. And by the way, we also scheduled next week Nebraska. So the first two big games for Fox are Colorado. That's never happened in the history of the program. So this company, which knows football, was all in on it. And by the way... um. My opinion on Dion to Colorado was very much in line with, I think, most reasonable people. The Colorado football has been like as anonymous as a prank phone call for most of my life. <laughs> okay, so he's going to give him attention and juice and he can recruit like crazy. Uh, and by the way, we also knew he was a good coach because in Jackson State, he was like great in three years. He was really good immediately. So you know he can recruit. You know he can coach. He did it at Jackson State and he's going to give it juice. But did I think they were going to beat TCU on the road? No. I thought they were going to get clobbered. Why? Because 70% of their roster was transfer portals. That was amazing. The fact that you can bring in virtually three out of four players were brand new and not have a lot of penalties and be efficient, that's impressive. Nick Saban's first year at Alabama, I watched it. They went 7-6 and six and lost to Louisiana Monroe at home. Pete Carroll, 6-6. Six and six. Kirby Smart, 8-5. and five. And those are football powers. Colorado's not even a medium program. It was bottom five in the country last year, offense and defense. It is a bottom program that is not well-funded. But this idea that nobody thought it would work, virtually everybody, including this company, couldn't wait to watch it. I mean, I can't tell you how many times in my life I've literally woken up on a morning and thought, God, I can't wait to watch Colorado football. That happened exactly never, except with Dion. People thought it would, don't conflate the two. Not thinking they'd be very good in game one with 70% transfer portal kids. I mean, I, I watched schools last year, Lincoln Riley, uh, Brian Kelly, big transfer portal, not close to 70%. And those teams were choppy and uneven and chaotic. They were basically flawless in the first quarter. Now, TCU, a lot of guys went to the NFL. This is not a great TCU team. And Colorado, by the way, could get pushed around by Nebraska. I don't love their defensive front. Don't be shocked if they lose against Nebraska, right? But this guy won't be falling. But the idea that nobody believed in Dion, We knew he was a good coach. We know he knows talent. The most shocking thing to me wasn't about Dion. It was about his son. His son's unbelievable. Now, you know, I'm a dummy. Of, of course, Deion's son would be athletic and, and capable. Deion's the best cornerback in league history, and many think by a mile. But I didn't think his son would go Jackson State to Power 5 and look like a first-round quarterback playing with all new teammates. That was insane to me. But everybody, I mean, 
there's belief, and then there's suspension in belief. Logic doesn't go out the window. I mean, I think my kids are smart. I didn't think at 12 they were ready for college. I think Deion Sanders is a good coach. I didn't think in game one with 70% of transfers they'd be that seamless and penalty-free. Maybe my kids could go to college at 12. You know, dad's pretty smart. The point being is don't conflate the two. Most people thought Dion was good for Colorado. A little surprised how well they played against kind of a down TCU team. Let's not go overboard. They're going to lose some games. May lose to Nebraska. I don't know. Got to watch it. Can't wait. Here's Dion yesterday on Undisputed. Man, I'm loving these kids. Put a parameter or a limit on the, the schedule. Skip, we're going to win, man. We we gonna win, boss. We come. We told you we coming out here. Like we 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 gonna do it. We we got a great coaching staff. We got the right players in the right positions. And people think we don't have depth. We do have depth. And the sky's the limit. It's fun. But I've I've been here seven eight years. I've never seen us promote a week one game for over a month. So the idea, people weren't excited. People didn't think it would be good. We put Colorado on back-to-back weekends. By the way, Urban Meyer came on my show a month ago and said, you're not going to believe how good they are. I pushed back as America's honesty broker. That's my job. Joel Klatt came on the show and said, they're going to be great. I said, I'm going to push back. Too many transfer portal kids. But... Nobody said this is going to be a disaster from day one. We have networks. That's all they're talking about. Last two days, that's all anybody's talking about. People are excited for Dion. They like Dion. Jackson State proved he could coach. Just didn't think they'd be this seamless this fast. And I had no idea how good his son was at quarterback. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is herd, H E R D. New customers can bet five bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code herd, H E R D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8HOPENY or text HOPENY 467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Mark Sanchez, Fox Sports NFL analyst. We're all off vacation. (laughs) Let's go. Brother, it's great to see you. Back. Okay, you have... It's fascinating. All Ram, Ram Seahawks. Yes, sir. So, um, did you, you did you go up to Seahawk camp? I did not go up to Seahawk okay. camp. Two but people I heard I know it was went. incredible. It, I heard it was as good a camp. Guys that went to twelve camps were like, "Oh, Seattle looks good." Yeah. Um, now, here's my only concern: they're young, really young. Rams are really old in the offense. I mean, sure. what, when you're looking at film right now, what you're starting to do? Yeah. Um, Give me your kind of takeaway on Geno Smith. Do it again. Where are you on Seattle? If we're going Geno Smith off the bat, uh, Seattle fans, listen up. I'd be fired up because the guy threw 11 interceptions last year, and we got a great graphic for it. 11 interceptions. I think there were nine of those 11 on first and second down. I mean, that is like the easiest, most fixable thing for a quarterback like him who's going to come back and have another stellar year. Look at that. Those interceptions on first and second down, nine total. And only one on third down That's all year. That's what I'm saying. So first and second down, we can fix half of those with just run the ball. Just run the ball a little bit. A couple more times, and then half of those he cleans up on his own. So anywhere from four to five of those, he's going to fix on his own. Plus, you're running the ball more. Make two better decisions, Gino, and, and we are rolling because those change the course of a season. Nine opportunities to score. I mean, that's some real points. That shifts a game. That gets you, you know, first downs. That gets you more opportunities to score. And it's a no-brainer that they can eclipse what they've done last year. And I feel like last year they were ahead of where they were supposed to be because of so many young guys. When do you throw out two rookie tackles and go make the playoffs? Sure, they got in the playoffs and they squeaked in towards the end. But I don't care. You got in the tournament with two rookie tackles, a rookie running back who was injured for a bunch of the year. Your starting running back went down at the beginning of the year. Plus, you got a guy that nobody knew was going to come back after you know seven or eight years backing people up and have the comeback player of the year type season. I mean, this is a no-brainer. Seattle's, Seattle's going to be tough for I everybody. Ha- I have them winning the division. Somebody told me years ago, uh, they said the reason Pete is so good in college is that, first of all, huge energy guy. Oh, young, big energy. Young players feed yep. off that. Old guys, you know, they do what they do. Sure. And he said the other thing is Pete's got his stories. The eighth time you've heard him, maybe it wears you out. But he is such a great teacher with energy that anybody in the league, four or five years or less, he just makes them better players. He, he totally he does. built for young teams. Well, the Legion of Doom was a, a Legion of Boom was a young team. Yep. This is a young team. Maybe we're looking at the second version of that, kind of? Well, I mean, these guys... They've already outperformed where people were gonna where where people had them slated, correct? So now it's so funny because Coach Carroll has these incredible ways of getting you prepared mentally for a game and in the right framework to compete. And it's are we the underdog? That's easy. I mean, he hits that one out of the park every single time, no brainer. Because that underdog mentality, like there's nothing to lose, man. We've worked our butts off. 
Let's let the play take care of itself. Okay, you're better than me. We'll see. That's an easy one. Now, when you've surpassed expectations and the expectations have risen and you're on top, so to speak, or, you know, the favorite, so to speak. Okay, well, now how do you react? And now how do you change your mindset or do you keep the same mindset? How does coach interact with these players? And that's where he's the master of communicating and motivating these players. He's a psych major from University Pacific. Like, that's what he knows. And, then, you know, and he can connect to you. And if, I mean, like the, in, I just remember the three-legged dog story. He's like, there's a, <laughs> there's a difference between being hurt and injured. Okay. After day one of training camp, after week one of the season in the NFL, everybody's hurt. Now, are you hurt or are you injured? He goes, because last time I checked, I've seen a three-legged dog run down the street chasing after that mailman. <laughs> so, right? Chasing after the mail carrier, like they know. And so that was always his analogy. And of course, you know, after year eight, you might be, right. oh, it's a silly story, but there's something to that. Sure. Right? And he gets back to that truth or creating the truth that you need. It's like Michael Jordan in The Last Dance. He created these stories in his brain and then was like, okay, that's the enemy. Enemy must be destroyed, right? <laughs> like, okay, this is how it's going to work. And so that's, that's half the battles, eight inches between your ears. So we were saying this, that um, when you look at Aaron Rodgers, you've been in the New York situation. Mm -hmm. and, um, but it is interesting. There is a, I always say there's a difference between a young quarterback. Justin Herbert can overcome a bad O-line, a young Joe Burrow. Jalen Hurts, although they have a great O-line. But when you're older... Matt Stafford, mm -hmm. Brady goes to Tampa, sure. get me a right tackle. No doubt. I do think what concerns me about Aaron is that Green Bay is so unique. They almost never draft O-linemen in the first round. I could not tell you, however, their last bad O-line. So Aaron has lived a life, Jordan loves seeing this, with yeah, extra protection. Exactly right. So the first time in Aaron's career that he may get whacked is as he's aged. Now, it, you go to the end of your career. There is something about like, you know, I don't want to get hit. <laughs> and, I, and I think the, my, the, what I'm looking for against Buffalo early is Aaron's at that Matt Stafford stage. Yep. Like, get it cleaned up, fellas. You no got it. Now, do you think, does that well, worry you a little? Listen, any kind of pressure for a quarterback, you don't want it. I mean, you know, pressure from the defensive line, you don't want that. What did uh, Brady tell Werfs? Hey, don't get beat inside. If you get beat outside, I'll figure it out. I'd prefer you don't get beat at all. But don't if you're get, get beat. Do not get beat inside. Don't get beat at the guards and center. Like those guys got to be stout, right? Tackles, do your best to just keep them around. Form a dish for me, and I'll make the rest work. The Bradys, the Staffords, the Mannings, those kind of guys. The younger guys, when it doesn't work out so much, like they'll take the hit. You're just going to see him either fall down. Or throw the ball in the seventh row and give somebody a, a souvenir because he won't take those hits because he knows his most important ability is availability. And if he wants to go make a run at another Super Bowl, he's got to be upright. He's got to be standing tall in the pocket. And to do that, he's going to have to throw some balls away. He's going to have to just fall down, hit the deck like Peyton Manning used to do. Nobody griped him because he's the best to do it. You know, right. So nobody's going to gripe Aaron for ditching the ball. Now, you saw some of the frustration because of all the cameras and hard knocks and everything. A guy that age is just basically saying, boys, give me, give me the time, you know, give me, give me that extra string, uh, strain and that extra nanosecond, and I will carve these guys up like Dexter, okay? Yeah. But if I don't have that, what are we doing? So that, you know what I mean? And don't waste my time because that 
this, there's a little less sand in the hourglass. Yeah, no, right? I, I think it's very realistic. I think it didn't care, doesn't matter if it's Russell Wilson, by the oh, way, last no year, stop moving. And, and that same recency bias of new quarterback, Super Bowl, right? Like Brady did it. Stafford did it. Russell Wilson thought he was going to do it last year. Certain, you know what I mean? What's going to happen with Derek Carr in, in New Orleans? What's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers with the Jets? Like it's automatically assumed. Just like, oh, we got our guy? <laughs> we were a Super Bowl contender with a quarterback. Now we got the quarterback. It's not always that easy. <laughs> not that easy. So when, when you, um, CJ Stroud, uh, Bryce Young. So um, I look at all these young guys, and I remember your first game. I do. I don't know why I remember it so well because you were so in big Houston. at USC yeah. in Houston. Big third down. You had a big third down moment. So y- you tell me, is that? If you're a Houston Texan fan, you're a Carolina fan. Now, Derek Carr moves to a new offense, so it's a different category. Different, sure. But when you're young, and, and some of these guys are moving into their second year. Uh, by the way, I, I bet if you counted everybody with a new coach, a new team, a new coordinator, there's a lot of new in the league. <laughs> I think I have to leave. But new in the NFL is different. What is C.J. Stroud? What is Bryce Young? To some degree, Desmond Ritter feels like it's sure. brand new. Sure. What is it like? Oof. Where are you overwhelmed? Uh, so I think... The most important I can thing I can impart to those guys, and I'm sure they've done a good job of this and their coaching staff has preached this, eliminate the stuff you don't need to worry about. Have somebody else figure out the tickets and the flights and the other stuff during the week. Eliminate distractions. I want you locked in on our third game, third down game plan. I want you locked in on our red zone game plan. I want you reciting these things. If we need the wristband, let's rock with the wristband. Whatever it takes, we just want to get you once again back to Pete Carroll in the right frame of mind to go attack this team and give us a chance to win. I think that's the other thing is the second point is, you know, just try and avoid the freebies. Like don't give the game away, right? And I've been there too where you're a young rookie on the Jets and the defense is like, good God, man. You're making it pretty tough on us, giving the ball away on our own 20. Like, this team's got a field goal in the bag now. Let's and be a little smarter with the ball. And you can sense that on the sideline. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's just a look, a glance, just kind of like, <laughs> you know, like, dang, I just took my helmet off. I was ready for some water, and I got to go back on the field? Like, that's not cool, you know? Right. So as many times as you can avoid those freebies, I would highly recommend doing that. And then the other thing is just enjoy it, man. Enjoy this amazing time in your life and, and understand there's so much um, – you're going to be unaware of, and that's okay for now. Just let it all, let that all happen. That that rookie bubble that you're supposed to live in, stay in the bubble, man, because it's a blur, even in the bubble. Just stay in the bubble, have a ball, trust your coaches, trust your preparation, cut it loose. I defended the Niners. I said, if you go look at venture capitalists in America, the smartest people on Silicon Valley, they hit on 8% mm. of their seeding. Okay. It's hard to draft a quarterback. Really it's hard. Really hard. Do they have the heart, the soul, the work ethic? Sure. Everybody looks good in college. No, no. That, that, right, right. So what is your takeaway on Trey Lance? Do they give him a fair shot? Do they rush him out of town? Where do you land on it? There's two sides of fair. I don't think anything in this league is necessarily fair, right? It just works out the way it works out. And you want to give yourself opportunities, that's all. But as far as Trey goes, circumstantially, I don't think it would have worked just because of the lack of reps and stuff in college, right. then the injuries that mounted up, and now he's missing time. I mean, this kid just needs more time, in my opinion, to figure out, okay, where are we at? What what can he do? What can't he do? What does he understand? What doesn't he understand? And it, there's just not enough tape on it, so I get it. But the biggest thing I think is getting overlooked here is they gave up three first-round picks for this kid, and they've still been relevant. 
not just relevant, but really good. They're a quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl potentially last year, like from actually competing in that NFC Championship game, okay? The year before, they're an interception away by Joukowsky Tart from walking into the end zone and walking into the Super Bowl the year before. How have they done this? How have they managed to do this with three first-round draft picks potentially wasted or now wasted on, on a player that circumstantially wasn't the right fit? Because... I mean, GM, head coach, other draft picks, uh, uh, acquisitions and trades. I mean, that's a hell of a job being that close, right? At least they're getting shots on goal, right? They're getting, once again, attempts, missing those three draft picks. That's crazy to me. If you go to Pete Carroll, Rashad Penny first round, miss. James Carpenter, not a miss, but not. um, Pete's history, first round picks, eh. No doubt. Nailed fourth, fifth, sixth. But hold on. Three picks? Just give me one of those guys to be like a decent contributing player because right now you've got none of those, right? You see what I mean? So that just blew me away that nobody's, sure, fine, you make a mistake. And yes, it looks like this monumental catastrophic mistake. Well, hold on now. We're still pretty damn good. (laughs) So I don't know. In some ways, I'm just like, you know, shout out the coaching staff and and GM and the whole deal. That's pretty amazing you're doing Rams Seahawks let's pivot back to yep. that I think it's arguably J-Mac and I have talked about this Stafford's last year could be seven first round <coughs> quarterbacks Matt is older his wife said recently on a podcast he struggles to relate with younger players he's made a fortune he's an old mid-30 quarter easy now okay easy. you're right same draft you're class. so Shout protective out. of quarterbacks but I, I love just... you for that you're <laughs> right it's very fair I tend to be a little harsh I shouldn't be. I'm in my 50s. Who am yeah. I to be harsh? Okay. Interior O-line. Yeah. I watched the preseason. Yeah. Mark. 100%. That's, they're that's, in trouble. Well, I think, so I think that's where the Dotson acquisition comes from with the Steelers. Now, he started there the last few years when he's been healthy and then was potentially not going to make the team, so you don't really know how that's going to fit. And then you got continuity issues with him and Brian Allen. I love I love the center. I love the left tackle, right tackle. I think Nopum, Havenstein were solid in three key areas, but those interior guys, and we talked about older quarterbacks, guys at the you know uh, back end of their career, it's like, well, just give me the time and I'll handle it. We'd rather not have interior pressure. So I think uh, the rookie left guard, Avila, yeah, from TCU. out of TCU. So they got the Horn Frogs on the left because yeah. it's no boom and Avila, both yeah. Texas Christian guys. So if anything comes from the left-hand side, I'm blaming Fort Worth, you know? <laughs> no, but he, um, I think this is going to be huge because he's coming from more of a spread-style offense. This offense, you're going to get the downhill runs. You're going to get all the misdirection runs and not only from the shotgun. You're going to get a ton from under center because Matt has those old-school quarterback, great feet, great pocket presence. So that's a big jump in itself, let alone the jump from college to the NFL level. So listen, are there going to be potential struggles in those areas? Yes. However, can we overcome it? And a lot of that's going to be getting the ball out fast, uh, designing a game plan where Stafford can move a little bit, move the pocket, give those guys up front some breathers. With a rookie quarterback, you want to give him breathers. With some rookie O-line, you want to give them breathers and have a veteran quarterback. So in some ways, they're going to help each other that way. And if there's no Cooper Cup, bottom line, McVay's going to have to dial up a hell of a game plan to, to make some noise in this game. But if anybody can do it, it's, you know, the mad scientist. So so this is the best year I can ever recall in the Pac-12 for quarterbacks. Um, but in the nation, I watched Riley Leonard at Duke last night, uh, uh, the kid at Florida State. Yep, Travis. I, yeah. I'm, 
it feels like a gold rush. All those seven-on-seven camps, all the coaching <laughs> clinics, it's taken about 15 minutes. Listen, reps. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's all downhill. And I turn on the TV the last two weeks, and I'm just like, oh, my God. This is 6-4. They run. They throw. Yeah. What do you make of Deion Sanders' son? Oh, man. I, I just... You had a great story in the break about well, I just, this. Yeah, I thought uh, the long throw to the tailback out of the backfield, yeah. it ends up being like a six-yard touchdown at the bottom of the screen, left-hand yeah. side of the screen. And it's a, it's a play you throw in warm-ups as you're getting ready for the game with like no pads on. You know, just a quick little yeah. flat route to the running back. But they got pressure on to, to his blind side. Yeah. He sees it, understands it, knows that that's the answer so you can you can tell just by plays like that during the game not just the big splash plays yeah. and the the deep shots and whatever a lot of guys can do that in college but when you make little plays like that that end up giving you something you could just tell that they're in the right mind frame you could tell this kid gets the game yes. and um i mean once again it's only one game i gotta right. be careful with with some of these expectations we place on these guys but you just it, it just showed me a lot, and I, and I can't wait to watch they it. It made me excited. The, they couldn't run it much, Mark. No, th no doubt. I don't think the game plan going into this thing was, hey, let's throw it seventy times, right? In your first college start, like <laughs> right. on the road, and you know, with all the buildup and stuff, I highly doubt that was that was the game plan. So to be able to adjust during the game to understand where your pressure and where you're weak, boom, and get the ball out. I mean, the kid looks nails, so it uh, it definitely made me excited about... Uh, what did you make of Dion? What did you make of the whole moment? I just, I didn't know what to expect. That's 70% transfers. But when I go back to it, it's like, what else would you expect from Dion? Like, why not? Of course he's going to show up, it's going to be loud, and it's going to be awesome. And it, the unis are going to look right. You know what I mean? Everything, the warm-ups are going to look right. Everything's going to look good. Yeah. And then... You know, get ready for some splash plays because that's what Prime did his whole career. Yeah, I had a scout I was texting. He said, uh, what was his line? He said, um, he goes, prime time does not bring in average players. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> he knows. I mean, he said it at the beginning with the Louis luggage. You know what I mean? It's like he, he didn't say, uh, you know, the, the Amazon uh, Labor Day sale luggage. He said, I'm coming in <laughs> with some Louis luggage. Like, I'm bringing some ballers. So... That's the way it is. And he's not a beat-around-the-bush kind of guy. He's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's pretty direct. Okay, so you're doing the Rams and the Seahawks. Um, throw us – we got one minute left. Uh-oh. A team – If it's gambling, send it to J-Mac. <laughs> no, if I said to you, give me a team, Mark Sanchez, that's going to be better than the country thinks, that you just think is sneaky good, a sneaky good NFL team. Uh, I honestly think New Orleans. I would I would not be surprised if their car goes in there looks really comfortable. I think um, I think they're going to shock some people. Good roster and be tough enough to just weather the storm. They have enough veterans there that can weather a storm. And we see as horrible as it is, but guys like Kelsey go down. Certain things. Joe Burrow's coming back. I mean, where are they going to be at the beginning? Who knows how this whole thing ends up? It sure looks good on paper and sounds good. You know, and all these interviews leading right. up to the season, but show me on Sunday, and they got a lot of guys who played on Sundays. They're figuring it out. I think uh, I think that team's going to be good. I mean, this isn't an under the radar team, but Chargers look solid, man. Their training camp look good. Well, how about a first game? Oof, Chargers Dolphins. It's the old. Um, we said the old uh, Troy Aikman rule: let Troy Aikman off the bus first. You know. <laughs> Because he's like this big Adonis of a body. That's Justin Herbert. And oh, by the way, we got freaking Leon Lett. We got, I right. mean, you name it, walking off the bus. So yeah. that's, they have some head turners at practice. 
Once again, those guys are healthy. Look out. Chargers, Saints, agree with both. All right, Mark Sanchez, he'll do Rams, Seahawks as always. We absolutely love having him on the show. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HERD, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovis is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovis.com. 
Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, limited time. Just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovas, only at Decovas.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Ah, here we go. Our number two. What a pleasure to be back. The Hurt. Thanks for making us part of your day. A lot of choices out there. Fresh, refreshed. Spent 10, 11 days. I don't get a lot of breaks that long. So I shut it down. Hung out with friends on the East Coast. A lot of beers. Hanging out with a wife. Walks on the beach. Lobster. Lobster. I. There's nothing better than talking to a group of guys from Rhode Island. Lobster. Most down-to-earth people in the world. Rhode Island. The best. Beer, seafood, boating, walks on the beach. Who Only knew, thing who, missing was a country song and a dog. It was great. Who knew you were such a coastal elite from California to the uh, to the northeast? No, I go hang Jeez. out with the peeps in Rhode Island. What are you gonna start like uh, doing like um, some kind of um, you know co- uh, not coaching but teaching at like uh, Harvard or something? Is that next for you? A journalism no. class maybe? Shout out to the Haversham. Great place to have cold beers and burgers. That freebie. By the way, did you see Taylor Swift uh, in your travels? She's very famous. She has like 30 homes. One happens to be in Rhode Island. Plus, she's like very, very successful. All right. uh, So it's great to be here. So this is my final. And I'm going to tell you something. I think teams are so, from about nine to about 16 in the NFL, it's inches, not feet. I mean, I, I don't know what to do, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Here is my final going into the season herd hierarchy. So this is my final one going into the season. Gets dicey at the bottom. Here we go. All right. Number 10. (laughs) Number 10, the Baltimore Ravens. Now I have the Steelers at 11, so the Ravens are 10, and it really comes down to health. Listen, they average 28 points a game when Lamar Jackson plays. And he's got the best weapons of his career. Uh, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Rashad Bateman. So I'm going to take Baltimore by an inch over Pittsburgh just because of Lamar Jackson and his weapons. And they stayed – now they're missing a corner, but they stayed mostly healthy in the preseason. So I have Baltimore at number 10. The Los Angeles Chargers. So last year they got into the playoffs. They have two new coordinators, but frankly, one's an upgrade, Kellen Moore on the offensive side. Now, I think you have to be honest, though. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams missed 11 games combined last year. That's why they drafted a receiver, and they're they're getting older, not younger. So that's what I worry about. Can they keep their talent healthy on the offensive side? But the Chargers at number nine. Number eight. Dallas Cowboys. I think the loss of offensive coordinator Kellen Moore is substantial. The market seems to think the Cowboys are going to finally hoist a trophy. I don't know. Have we seen the best of Dak Prescott? Last year, 15 picks in 12 games. Greg Cosell said film indicates that he is now just a pocket passer. Well, he's not a great pocket passer. Cowboys at number eight. Number seven. Miami Dolphins. 
Tua, they were 8-3 and three last year when Tua was upright. They did not address the offensive line with a small quarterback who can't get hit. That's why I have him only seven. Vic Fangio is one of the great acquisitions on the season. If you told me Tua is upright for 15 starts, I think they can win the division. But they did not address the O-line, and they need an O-line with Tua. I've got him at seven. Number six. Jacksonville, they were 7-2 and two down the stretch. Remember, don't look at last year. They were two different teams. Choppy early, excellent late. They add Calvin Ridley. Also, they returned 20 of 22 starters from last year. That's tied for the most in the NFL. This team is now just getting comfortable. You know I'm a huge fan of Trevor Lawrence. The division is weak. A couple of potentially awful teams at the bottom. Jacksonville at six. Number five. Buffalo. Listen, Josh Allen played the final eight games of last year, we find out now, with an issue in his throwing elbow. So he had a lot of giveaways. He was very productive, but too many giveaways for my taste. Leslie Frazier, defensive uh, coordinator, gone. They lost some linebackers. I love their roster. I really do. I wish they had somebody else they could depend on beyond Stephon Diggs. Vaughn Miller does not play early. That concerns me. I have them at five. Number four. Niners, I don't know what they are at quarterback. Way too much noise. I think they're really good. And they're 12-1 and when Christian McCaffrey starts. So they're going to be productive, but the Nick Bosa holdout is a concern. Now, they've got other great defensive players beyond Bosa. They spend a lot of money on defense, unlike the Chiefs. So I think they'll be fine. But I thought it was a noisy offseason at quarterback. The Bosa holdout, I think, is trouble against the Steelers in week one. Niners at four. Number three. Philadelphia. Nick Sirianni, a brilliant offensive coordinator, leaves, and they face much better quarterbacks this year. But they did lead the NFL in what they call big plays, and Jalen Hurts is the reason why. O-line, excellent. Quarterback, excellent. Weapons, excellent. They brought in a couple of backs like a Rashad Penny who struggles to stay healthy, but he should be somewhat productive. I just like what I see here. A little more dependent on head coach Nick Sirianni with Steichen leaving. That concerns me a little, but I have him at three. Number two. Kansas City. No Chris Jones concerns me. Now, they've got some talent on the defensive side, but it is incredibly young. Unlike the Niners, who can lose a Bosa, but still have a Fred Warner and Pro Bowlers around, this is a team that spends their money on offense and on Chris Jones. So I think they're going to be really good. They're favored to win the Super Bowl. They should be. Andy Reid's really hard to beat in January, but I can't wait to watch the Lions' offensive line, which is excellent against a Chiefs defensive line without their star. Will it be a ball control nightmare for the Chiefs? I don't know. They'll probably figure out a way to win, but it does concern me. Number one. Cincinnati. Their opener's tough. I think Cleveland's had their number, and it's a tough opener. I just like everything about them. Uh, I think they've they've tried to upgrade at tackle. Uh, they, they've been able to be this good with a bad old line. I think they keep adding pieces there. Uh, Joe Burrow's calf injury. The, the guy has never played in a preseason, has he? Like, I don't worry about that. Um, he has been the most sacked quarterback over the last two years. Uh, and I think they're smarter now in the front office. They moved off safeties. You should move off expensive safeties. 
I think they play the kind of football that can possibly, not saying probable, but it does give Kansas City concerns. They can ball control it a little. Burrow, like Mahomes, is brilliant in situational passing football. So it's inches, not feet. If Chris Jones was there, I'd have Kansas City number one. But it does worry me because he is so good. And in, if you look at what Kansas City's doing, they're, they're giving you a roadmap on how to do it. Spend on offense. Pay for a great defensive lineman, stay young and cheap on defense. Well, that works if you have Chris Jones. So it worries me early in the season with no Chris. J Mac, your thoughts? Uh, seven AFC teams, three NFC. You said Pittsburgh was 11. Yes. I'm, I'm assuming Jets were 12. Around. Oh there. my gosh! Just for the record, let the let the audience know. Miami has the toughest schedule in the NFL by every metric possible. There's no chance Miami midseason will be number seven on that list. No chance. Well, that's a strong opinion. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.